And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the I tell you what, sh- sh- talk sh- about sh- all the gear and no idea. Yeah. This is a promise. Oh, a, I know. Do you know what? I'm sending you my fucking electric bill. 100%. This is not all <laughs> fart. <laughs> all fart, no poo. All fart, no poo. Okay, guys, welcome to episode not, 26. And today, which is a shart, apparently. Is, is it? It's a shart, yeah. All is fart, it? no poo. Have you no, it's a bit it? of poo. It's a bit of poo. Of course I've sharted. <laughs> Who hasn't sharted? Who when, sharted here? When, when, sharted. When, you know what? Jen, Jen sharted this, on that chair. This episode has already started well. Can you tell me where and when? Where I've sharted? Yeah. Oh, Have you got the, a story for me? I mean, how, how much detail do you want? This morning. Go, hey, go for yesterday, it. Yesterday. Uh, last Wednesday. The week before. Okay. Week before that. Sounds like. It's you, a regular basis. So, sounds like you enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've got to stop living on protein bars. Okay, guys. Today I've got. My man, Alan Barrett here, the CEO of Grenade. Which I know is hard to believe. Is it? Well, yeah. I'm going I'm to find out. But you know what? I want this episode to be a little bit different. I've heard some of your other ones. And everyone's talking about Grenade. And obviously, it's linked to you. But I want to hear about the weapon that built it. Are we back to talking about willies again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. were just talking off, about willies off air a minute ago. At some detail, Jenny started the conversation, yeah. obviously. We were talking about like people's body composition and how it affects their willy size, you know, for the people that are listening. But okay, I wanna, I've got a first question for you, right? Okay. I asked this to everyone. What is your Nando's order? Oh, it's my Nando's. You know what? I tried to go to Nando's yesterday yeah. and they wouldn't let me in. Why? Because it was invite only. Does what? it in invite only and friends of Nando's? Like, what? Hang on a minute. Really? Nando's in touch would have got a little bit above themselves, haven't they, to be honest? Did you invite only? It's not the Ivy. Did you did you tell him you know me? No. You should have. Yes, I didn't you know you then, did yeah. I? No, to be no, fair. You didn't. Yeah, I think right. if I was arguing with an eighteen year old, spotty eighteen year old at Nando's that won't yeah. let me in. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not sure saying I'm going to meet Deer and Cartel tomorrow. Tomorrow. Would have yeah. helped. Because they just would obviously go. Who? You know, you know what? I've got some links in Nando's, you know. I could have sorted it out for you at the door and everything, you know. Oh, how embarrassing. But what, what is you your order, though? I don't think I want to... I don't want to think I want to sort of argue to get into Nando's. I just walked away a little bit disappointed and then went in the chicken place over the road as a bit of a... Ha, oh, they're okay. not getting me back again. But when I do have a Nando's, I just have half a chicken. Yeah. Probably some spicy chips. Yeah. I have medium... Sorry about that. I have the medium spice. Yeah. And uh, just spicy rice, okay, probably. Yeah. As, long, as long as you have peri-peri chips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Important. That's oh, cool, what's yeah, important. Oh, cool, yeah, of course. Any okay. reason you go. Amazing. But, okay. yeah. give him a plug now. Yeah. So, couldn't get in, couldn't get in Nando's, because yeah. obviously I'm not special enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, went over the road yeah. then. There was a queue for Wagamama. Not yeah. queue, not not queue for tapas, no. no. So, <laughs> we go over the, go, went over the road, and I think it was Jamala or Jamaya or something, okay. and it was like a jerk chicken. It was an exact... Nando's copy. Do you like jerk chicken? But, as well? but jer- I do now. Oh yes. Yeah. So I had that. It was amazing. Nando's. I'm never coming back. Never going back. Nope. See you on later, principle. Nando's. On principle. And I'm not going back. It's either not going to bankrupt them, to be honest. We might do if you stop going. <laughs> <laughs> it won't if I go. I've not one for two years. <laughs> All right. So guys, on my way here, right? I've walked in here, and I've seen Alan. The house is amazing. The cars are amazing. I've heard he's got tanks. Not here. Not here. <laughs> yes. I haven't seen a butler yet, but I've got one question for you. And I don't want to be disappointed. Are you Batman? I'm ba- no, I'm not Batman. Well, I couldn't tell you if I was, so no, I'm not. Uh, would you, talk, uh, talking, about, talking about Batman. I don't like Batman. You don't like Batman because you don't really. like DC. No, I don't like DC. It's weird. What do you prefer? Marvel. Yes. And, this, no, is, and this is why we're going to be good friends. Yeah, there's, only, there's only one answer there. Yeah. There's only one answer. There have been 800 Batman films, all yeah. terrible. Yeah. 
and they've remade, remade the same film yeah. 800 times. And yeah, it's just, it's weird. Who, if you had to pick a Batman, who is your favourite one? I hope it's the same one as me. There's, there's been that many. There's, there's highly unlikely. Possibly, uh, do you know what? I might go. I think I'd probably go. Is it Michael? No, not Michael Keaton. Yeah, it was Michael Keaton. Was he the first yeah, one in like so. the 1988 like the, version? Because that was guy. the original Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, the, well, it would have been the first one I saw. Yeah. It was about 12. Yeah. Probably go him. Yeah. But if you had to. If That's you had not to... your one, is it? It's yours, Val Kilmer. No, 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 no. <laughs> Christian Bell. Christian Bell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, but he was, isn't he a bit of a tosser in real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he, he, yeah. Is he? He's have a tosser. I haven't, but other people have. <laughs> Can you make that opinion? I thought you were a tosser for a met you. I was right. Oh, mm. oh, here we go. Here we go. It's all right. It is true, though. It is, it is true. I want to, um, like, I love this area, right? Obviously, because you're here. Why you here? moaned about every step of the journey. What? He's been messaging me the whole journey going, oh, we're miles away, we're miles away. Well, actually, not like that. Actually, don't sound like that. It was like, bruv, bruv, I'm miles away, bruv, bruv. I haven't spent this long inside something, bruv. And since I was in my mum's womb, innit? Womb. That's exactly as, what you as said. They, as they were refugees coming into England. That's yeah, on the way in. So, yeah, for several weeks in a dinghy, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we do? Can we, I've gone too far, haven't I? No, bruv. Cross the line. No, man. No. Why, why? You, you, can, you can make was no it jokes a dinghy? with me. Huh? Was it a dinghy? No, I think it was a truck no. still. That's okay. In the back of a truck. Truck from It was Cali. a hell of a journey. From anyway, Cali. you can't compare yeah. coming to Stratford yeah. as making a pilgrimage. Is it a pilgrimage? Yeah. A pilgrimage across Europe <laughs> in your mother's stomach in the back of a transit van. It's not the same thing. That, that is fair. But why, why this location? Like, you can, you can pretty much, you can live anywhere, right? You can live in London, you can live anywhere. But why here? Do you know what? I'm not really a big city person, to okay. be honest. Okay. I like the country. I like yeah. shooting stuff. They don't yeah. let you shoot stuff in the cities. Well, it depends. If you come to East London, I can sort it out. I think it's frowned upon. Yeah. You can, you can probably yeah, arrange it, but yeah. I, I do think it's frowned upon. Yeah. But thanks anyway. Yeah. Um, it's like the country and needs to be sort of within an hour of Grenade HQ, which is solely Hull. Okay. And I sort of fell in love with the house, really. Yeah. Um, because I've, yeah, because I've got a gym, put a gym in. Were a gin you, bar. Were you, have you got any links like to this area, like to your family or where you were raised no, or no, anything no, like that? No, nothing around Stratford at all, to be really? honest. So, no, nothing. But I fell in love with the house. And yeah. it was it was one of the only houses um, looked at, actually, that just yeah. didn't need loads doing to it. And I just wanted to I could sort of put a gym in and, and do you know, certain things. That was important. Yeah. And I could just kind of plonk my stuff in here and, yeah. and that was it. It was kind of done. I haven't really got time for building work and, yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, it just, just worked. When, um, when did you move here to this area? This was six years ago. Six years ago, okay. Oh, and cool. it's yeah, and it's like the gateway to the Cotswolds, and it's yeah, yeah it's sort of yeah, it's nice and quiet. And, and if you need to get into London or wherever, it's not too far. No, it's a couple of hours. I mean, obviously, it's a lot well, long way for you. Yeah. Back of a back of a transit van. <laughs> back, back of a transit van, yeah. <laughs> but it's not too far, which is great. Yeah, and, exactly. And where is um, where is your family base? Where's your family base? Right. So I've got a fairly small family actually. I've only got my sister, my mum, and dad. That's it. But okay. they are down in Dorset now, down okay. in, in Poole. But they were original from Birmingham. Okay. Birmingham. Hey, hey, <laughs> and you were raised in Birmingham? Yep. All, yeah, all my life. Yeah, Went raised to school, in school, secondary school. Yep, secondary school. Yep. Um, Hall Green Junior School. Yep. Hall Green Secondary School. 
um, worked in gyms around Birmingham, always been around Birmingham, and then sort of the, the Solar Hill area, and then it worked quite a bit around Coventry as well. Yeah. Um, and yes, I know Stratford at all, really. I just sort of, yeah, fancy to change. But like I said, just you know, you don't get this type of unusual property around yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. I mean, you probably will in London, but it's probably about a hundred times the cost. And I'd have like half a parking space. I could park a lawnmower. Yeah, and, and that'd you, be it. And you, still get, and you still get a parking fine as well. Yeah, that's exactly. The thing. That's yeah, the thing. exactly. So I like I like the privacy and yeah, yeah, bit of peace and quiet. Yeah. So obviously, you're a very successful person. Well, to me, you are anyway. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that. I don't. But I, feel I mean, compared like... to you, you, I think I am. But, <laughs> but, but <laughs> compared. Compared to everyone else, no, I'm joking. Yeah. But th- I, I don't think that, because I know so many people, and yeah. although to be fair, do you know what? Uh, if we're having this conversation, actually, I feel genuinely yeah. that's the case. I've, I've, you know, we've got health and happiness, and if you've yeah. got health and happiness, that's success. Yeah. So actually, I've, I, I can't remember a time, really, when I haven't been successful, if that's the case. Because people I always like think that. that success is linked to wealth, and actually it's not. It's nothing to do with wealth at all. And what makes you happy? Uh, genuinely, uh, yeah, being... Um, so yeah, being healthy, yeah. Um, fe- feeling well, yeah. really into my training. Yeah. Um, lost interest actually. I started training years ago to kind of look good, yeah. um, as you know most people do. Yeah. And I realised actually when I looked my best, I felt my worst. So um, I yeah. I, yeah. So just fe- you know feeling well, feeling positive, yeah. um, having great people around me. Yeah just achieving stuff. I mean, like, you know, we've done that hot air balloon recently and that's been like 18 months. Oh, I saw you know. that. That looks yeah, it's awesome, that isn't it? 18 months. I saw yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, really? that, believe it or not, it's not easy. Yeah. Especially oh, really? when Jenny's involved. Yeah, it's a long time. <laughs> it's a long time. Trying to get to spell balloon. Yeah. Um, how, how do you even go, how do you even sort something like that out? Like, who do you call? I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, we just, we just, we're yellow pages and just, just, just yellow the, pages, yeah, just the, the, hot the, the, the hot air balloon company. Can you make us a hot air balloon? So, so it took them that long to actually build it. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's tricky. And just the, you know, the whole process of what we're going to use it for and getting signed off because they're not that cheap, funnily yeah. enough. Um, but, you know, the point I was going to make is just doing stuff like that. Yeah. Where you kind of start with an idea yeah. and a room full of excited people. We do this a lot at Grenade. Yeah. Room full of excited people. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. And actually doing it, that makes me happy because that puts a smile on my face. And it's doing the stuff that no one else is doing. Yeah. And, you know, building that brand that's got personality. Yeah. And there's so many things we do, you know, on a sort of daily, weekly, monthly basis, yeah. whether they're kind of you know, sales related or stuff happening in other countries yeah. or getting new team members on board, just doing a, you know, working with um, amazing people that, that we like. Yeah. Including you. Including I feel me. I should say that at a yeah, point, yeah, 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 just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, but not, no, not including But you, you. know what? That's um, why I was so like, I was actually excited to meet you because I was like, in my head, if I'm ever in that, when I'm in that position when I'm older, right, when I'm your age, which is 52, is it? No, That's joking. right. <laughs> Harsh. Uh, you, you said I'm going to look for my no, age. No, you do look good. You do yeah, look, I'm, you 40, do look I'm 43. 43. 43, good enough. With amazing, you look 35. With, a, 35. With, with amazing nipples, I might add. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah you need to watch this just for the nipples alone. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like when I'm your age, and if I ever get to the position that you're in, I feel like I would be a big kid. And this is why I was excited to meet you. You say big kid, I think Bellend. <laughs> no, <laughs> Same but, thing. But this, the thing is, <laughs> the way you're acting and the things that you do with your money and with your company <clears> is what people should be doing. A lot of people don't do things because they feel like maybe it's not professional or whatever it is. And whereas you guys seem like you do whatever you guys want to do. And everyone I've met that is working with you at the minute, like last week with the Influencer Games, with you guys, you guys were there. When I met them, they're like, you can tell they actually love the company and love working with you and alongside you, which says a lot about yourself. Yeah, that's really kind. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what as well? You know, we've learned a lot over the years and still continuing to learn. And again, to be, that's again one of the things that makes me happy is 
you know, working on a brand, the brand's never finished. Yeah. So, and as long as every day we're learning something, yeah. so it's never boring. Yeah. And, you know, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and I put a lot of pressure on myself because there's a lot of things we want to do and I feel like, you know, we've got limited time to do it in. Um, but if you're not having fun, you know, what's the point? Yeah. There's too much fakery in the fitness industry and you guys know all about that. Yeah. We were just talking about this earlier. There's too much fakery. There's too many people who, again, probably look great who are just miserable yeah. and they're portraying a certain character type over social media and, and, and genuinely... I don't, I just like to, you know, we portray a certain thing and that's us, you know, it's authentic. So I think then people that do meet myself and the extended team at, at Grenade, you know, what they're kind of expecting is exactly what they get, which I think is quite nice because I've met so many big influencers and big personalities that look great and big followings and, you know, successful people, let's yeah. say. And you meet them and they're just not that person. You think, is, it's this, disappointing. The same, is this the same guy? It's disappointing. It is disappointing. And they always say, don't they, you know, don't meet your idols and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the amount of times I've met people that I've looked up to for years, yeah. namely saying you know, Richard Branson, when I first met Richard, you know, it, it, was a, it was a really nice breath of fresh air because what I really had, had built up my, the, in my head, this image of what he was going to be like, he was even better than that, which is yeah. quite unusual, to be honest. So I think Is that's, he a friend of you? I see him on a DP. I mean, no, you know, we're not, we're, uh, well, we're not friends. I mean, I was, I was asked to write in his birthday card um, for him, so I wrote, we sent him a birthday card Amazing, uh, yeah. and whatever, and he sent me a nice email uh, last week saying he could have, I, I was have IT issues and everyone okay. takes the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Richard had IT, yeah. IT issues and I didn't get the email he sent me. So we apologised and resent it and I screen grabbed it, sent it to the team. I said, see, it's not just me that gets IT issues um, and stuff as well. But, but I mean, no, we, we've, we do quite a bit of stuff with, uh, with Virgin. So I'm a mentor for Virgin Startup and really passionate in, um, I've been to South Africa to stay with Richard a couple of times at his so, game reserve. Been out to NECA um, to stay um, with Virgin Unite with Richard as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, been on, on kind of on holiday uh, three times. Yeah. Um, but again, just an amazing network of people that are really good people that want to just do things positively for good, yeah. which is nice because it's just unusual. Um, and I got involved in the conservation stuff. He was doing down in South Africa and had, you know, dare I say, quite a good impact in that. And um, again, sent us a lovely book and inviting that over. So, um, yeah, it's been nice to just work with amazing people who, we, you know, we look up to. Yeah. And, I, and I, I try and take a little bit of that and a little bit of that yeah. energy yeah. and try and sort of, you know, put it, you know, for it to run through Grenade, like the heartbeat of Grenade, really. Because I think there's, there's so few brands out there now with genuine personality. Yeah. I think there's just a distinct lack of it. And you can so, see through it. You can see it. Like you can. You can, can see, see through it. And you know what? You, you've got to have a world-class brand, product, or service nowadays. That, you know, that's the minimum. Um, but just having that genuine personality, I think, just goes a long way. And I think somehow, you know, consumers just pick up on that. And one thing actually, whether it's just because they say it to me uh, or not, but I genuinely think actually, and you've said this as well, that anytime anyone kind of talk about Grenade, they sort of get excited. It brings out the kid in them, which I actually yeah. quite like because it, it makes me excited. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can't beat driving an orange tank through London. Oh, of and, course. I mean, so it's stuff. A, I mean, it's a way to make a scene, right? It is a way to uh, make that, a scene. And we just have fun. There's no ROI. We're not there to sell. Yeah. You know, we sample a bit. We're just kind of there to just do yeah. it because it's good fun. I don't yeah. really quite know if there's a specific yeah. no, I get that. reason I get that. as such, yeah. but I quite like the fact that there isn't because I just think it's just a, it's a good thing to do. Um and, and again, you're like you know, it brings out all the all the sort of uh, all the people that all the you know the uh, Greenpeace and stuff all come yeah. out saying we're polluting the planet yeah, yeah, and we're yeah, killing yeah, everyone yeah. And, and whatever. And then we say it runs on vegetable oil and they're fine. 
because I love that. Oh, that doesn't really runs on mix of petrol yeah, and diesel, they but they, they don't, don't know that. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know that. So, talking about your friends and everything, you've got like Richard Branson, right? You're on a level with him, obviously. Would you say? Do you have any mentors as you were growing, as you were like developing your business, as you were developing like your personality? Because I mean, to run a business, to manage people, all of that stuff, I feel like you need to be around a certain amount, certain people where you can learn from, like you said, good vibes. And I think with the friends that you have, and I know that, I know that more, especially in the last year, I've learned that so much. I've, I feel like I've outgrown some of my friends that I was raised with and it kind of breaks my heart a little bit. Are you saying you're now better than your friends? No, no, you said that. <laughs> I said it, he's thinking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you specifically thinking Paul and Luke? I, I don't, Paul, if you're talking about Paul Lima, yeah. Oh yeah, that yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah I meant yeah. the other Paul, but both Pauls. Yeah, anyone yeah, called Paul? Yeah, anyone yeah, called yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Anyone called Paul. Do you feel like it makes a big difference who you hang around with, who you're friends with, uh, or who you have as a mentor makes a different yeah, it does difference actually. You. It, it does. does. And do you know what? You, you made a point about friends. Now, I've I've got a really really broad set of friends. Yeah. So I say that when I first worked in in a gym when I was like 15 years old and work experience. I'm still friends with a lot of people from that gym. Um, and, and, you know, some of them are uh, dustbin men. You know, some of them are uh, run their own businesses or multimillionaires. Um, you know, some work at, uh, you know, Jaguar Land Rover or whatever. So, you know, you know, all walks of, of life. And again, I've got friends who are billionaires. Yeah. And, the, you know, you, I guarantee you, if we put, apart from the ones that were sort of well-known, if we yeah. put everyone in a room here, and we did this actually, for my, we had a party for my 40th, a few years ago yeah. and invited everyone and everyone came yeah. and you couldn't tell who was who so if you'd have come oh. along you wouldn't have known if if they were you know a billionaire or worked at a, you know worked at a, in, a, in a car factory or, or or wherever you couldn't tell who was who and i think that's just because i don't really care what people do or yeah. what they've got or whatever it isn't i just i want to be around people that are like who are nice positive yeah. people to be honest, that I can learn from, and yeah. you can learn stuff from everyone. And yeah, the question about mentorship is you know, important. And um, I, I first read Richard's book. Oh God, well, I was read it in the states uh, years ago, when probably about two thousand and two ish, I think. Yeah. Um, and I had a different business back then, and I learned so much by reading that book. So yeah, Richard certainly wasn't uh, you know a mentor um, certainly back then, but I decided I wanted to meet him because I learned mm. so much from this book, and. Um, and again, like I said, if, if you're not learning, you're kind of not just standing still, you're probably running backwards. Yeah. And you have got to surround yourself just with, with people that, that you can learn from. Again, the first gym that I worked at, I learned loads from those guys, you know, how to run a gym, how yeah. not to run a gym. I learned loads about how personality goes yeah. a long way. Yeah. People coming in and out of the gym, coming and going, and, you know, what people did. And, I, you know, I learned that just knowing people's name meant a lot. We had like 500 members and I knew everyone's name. Yeah. Um, and that, that meant goes a, such a long it way. goes a long thing. way when you know, pe learn people's names, definitely. Yeah. And, um, and I learned then that probably qualifications weren't that important. So I, I dropped out of school. Yeah. So I never did A-levels, never went to university. Were you switched on at school? Like, were you... Yeah, I was really bright at school, but really? I just hated it because it just, it just wasn't for me. Okay. So you were smarter than the teachers, innit? Like, per, per, thingy-wise, as in, in the sense of... Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I can bit, tell. Yeah. Because I bet you, you had a comment. If they said something, you would probably question I was it. a horrible child, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but think about... So, for instance, I've got quite a... Not so much now, but when I was a kid, I had a really photographic memory. Okay. So, I could just see a word once, and I could spell it. And, like, I remember them giving me, like, these... And I, was, I just used to, like, keep spelling all these words, and yeah. I keep giving... You have these spelling tests every week, and... 
like at this entire time in infant school, I'd never spelt the word wrong, and I was yeah. kind of known for it. Okay, and there was yeah, just yeah. any word, and I was spelling words like you know rhododendron and rhinoceros. I, I don't think I can spell still, rhododendron now. I still can't. Um, I still can't spell that right and now. Stuff like that, <laughs> and um, and Mississippi, and I was six. You were six. six. Oh wow! So and I remember the teacher once wrote Mississippi on the board, and I said, "Oh, you've spelt that wrong." No. And she went, "No, I haven't." I said, "You have." I said, "You've missed an S out. It's M I double S I double S R double P I." And um, and she's like, "You got the dictionary. That's proved me wrong." Of course, no I was right. Way. Never spoke to me again. Um, but yes, it wasn't. I didn't. So I, as such, I found school boring. Yeah. Because I just Same. wasn't really learning anything. Yeah. Because you had um, no interest in probably. Not any really. Of the, no, no, not interest, not really. Right? And and again, I, I I always wanted to be an entrepreneur when I was like sort of twelve years old. Yeah. So I never really knew what an entrepreneur was. Yeah. Um, but I, on one hand, I sort of I was expected to conform because I was kind of quite bright, and people wanted me to go and do have like a sensible job. Yeah. And on the other hand, I want to be an entrepreneur. I love training. Yeah. And training wasn't a thing then, like you know, in sort of like mid eighties. But I wanted to train because all the big movie stars were like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Van yeah. Damme and Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, and I was yeah, skinny, yeah, yeah. like I want to look like him. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of you know yeah. look look good. Yeah. Um, and, and again, like, you know, looking like of Arnold, sort of, you know, again, where came to the US as like a, you know, a kid with nothing and then became one of the world's biggest movie stars. Yeah. You, know, you just think, actually, you know, he's just done that just because of how he looks. That's just, that's just bodybuilding. I feel like that's every, every bodybuilder's dream to have that sort of yeah, 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 life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he was like him and his generation. I'm like, they're the generation that I love when it comes to bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. that, I'm a bit like, no, you guys are getting too corny. They're old school stuff. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The yeah. best. You know? So I, I, I t- you know, took a lot from, um, from that. Um, yeah. And again, you know, the, the mentorship piece is, is, is interesting. So around mentors, yeah, I had a guy uh, still talk to actually now called Stuart Sapkurt. He was a big uh, property developer and he was my one and only personal training client okay, um, yeah. at uh, the Chapel Gym in Sturchley in like 1992. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this guy got like four Ferraris yeah, and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And again, just the nicest guy, really switched on with business. And training was really important to him. He was yeah. a really busy guy, you know, and he just had like this, one or maybe two hours a week to train, turn yeah. his phone off, and he chose to spend that time with me in the gym, which was nice. So again, and I just learned loads, you know, how to treat people and the stuff he'd do. He'd tell me about deals, and you know, so why don't you do that? And he'd go, oh yeah, because that would happen. And just all the time, I was I was just learning. Um, and uh, so yeah, had him, a guy called uh, John Sterling as well, who uh, again still still talk to uh, every week. Who um, he'd uh, built up a big supplement business called uh, called Coltec and, and Biocare, bought and sold Biocare. Again, super nice guy, really bright, really interesting guy. Actually, he cured himself of cancer not once but twice. Um, he had a malignant melanoma in the 1970s, which is just like a death okay. sentence. Oh yeah. And yeah, fantastic biochemist, and yeah, cured himself of cancer. And again, you can learn stuff off people like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, really interested in supplements, and I was interested in in training. And there weren't really supplements then, yeah. so I was kind of one of the first early pioneers of supplements. You know, trying to make it a bit easier because it's yeah. so difficult to it kind is, of yeah, yeah. eat all that food without yeah. the convenience so i was always fascinated by supplements and, and performance um so yeah i've always surrounded myself um with with people i can i can yeah. learn from and that, that's super important everyone don't, should do don't that. you think when i was like pt in uh, in the gym in sydney london everywhere i was i was like i don't think i'm going to be a pt for the rest of my life in a sense as in a gym i knew i always wanted more and i was like whoever i'm gonna is gonna take me to the next level i'm like I'm probably going to meet that person in the gym. Yeah. And it's crazy. You know, you have like your clients, your rich clients that pay you 50, 60 quid a week, whatever, when you're PT in, it's like they want to look after you, right? And I think PTs that make more in the sense of doing other things with their life are the ones with personality that people like, like yourself, and they want to help you. And I think that's why personality is so important, right? There's a lot about being kind of... um, 
and these aren't my words. Actually, someone someone called. Uh, they said this about myself and uh, my wife a couple of years ago. They said they can't lovable entrepreneurs. And I think with us, people always did stuff for us, probably for that reason. They didn't really have to help, but they kind yeah. of wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that, that's quite nice. It's because you're nice to be around. Yeah, okay. Do you I know mean, what I mean? Not really. You're nice, you're nice James, to be around. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing to be around, aren't I? He's got to say that. Well, was, he he's got to say that. He's, 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 he's got to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you realise people with personality, and I'm not going to lie, I feel like anything that's happening to me right now is because I've actually been like a, a good person, a nice person or whatever it is. And it opens doors. It does. Do you know and what? You, and you've just got to take your opportunities. There's, there's, a, there's an old proverb and I quite, quite like an old proverb. And yeah. this is really true. Um, and it's you reap what you sow. Yeah. And genuinely, if, you know, if people, if you go around being shitty with everyone and shitting on people and saying you're going to do something and not doing it yeah. and doing things badly and letting people down and lying to people and whatever... Um, and I, you know, I, I've known people like that. I've cut them out of my life, you know, yeah. the first chance, chance I get, cause that's just, and you know, these people again, potentially sometimes have become successful business people, yeah. but that's, that's not success. But it doesn't that's last. Not, it doesn't no, last. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because eventually, do you know, all the people that you tread on yeah. on the way up all kick a lot harder yeah. on the way back down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. so I think, you know, and, and we like to say, you know, if, if we're saying that success and, and wealth, are, are, you know, are linked, which I just don't think they are. Yeah. It doesn't matter how. Uh, you know, wealthy or successful you are, you're going to have hard times. Yeah. Literally, I mean, I was in South Africa, uh, wasn't last year, year before, yeah. uh, with uh, with Richard and the team, and he just was not himself at all. Okay. Um, and I even said, like, you know, you, you lot, you've got the weight of the world in your shoulders, you know, is everything all right? And and basically, I, won't, I can't go into the details, yeah. but, um, you know, he, he had been doing some business yeah. um, out in the Middle East uh, with, you know, a certain Middle Eastern government, who were potentially implicated in that journalist being um, killed in the embassy? Okay, okay, and, okay, okay. And basically, because they were they were a backer of, um, I think it was one of the Virgin business. I think it was Hyperloop or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, and and you know he literally and obviously this government were implicated in, in basically a murder. Yeah. Um, and he'd picked up the phone to you know whoever that was involved in this investment and just said, "Did you have anything to do with this?" And the person didn't answer. So he knew that the fact that they, they did, the fact they didn't answer. So he did not take their money, and it was a billion dollars. Wow. Okay. So, uh, it doesn't mean... And, and, yeah. and, and the reason he was quiet was he was basically thinking, where, where could he replace that billion dollars by doing business for somebody he wanted to do business with? Yeah. And, and I learned something there, and the fact integrity is expensive. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, but again, you can imagine, you know, he was writing a list of all the people who was going to pick the phone up and say, yeah. can I have a billion dollars? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I wasn't one of them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because you'd think after 50 years in business, you know, you'd kind of be untouchable, yeah. but you're not, you're never untouchable. Yeah. It just you're shows it's not only... happiness, right? Money's not Yeah, no, 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 not at all. But you made a point about your friends as well. But I tell you, I, I, you know, I was making a point about my friends. My friends have never, ever held me back. Hence why I'm fr still friends with all my friends. I've, yeah. I, you know, I've yeah. never lost a friendship I, I wanted to keep. Yeah. Um, my friends have never held me back. But if your friends are holding, holding you back, you need new friends. Right. And I feel like that's a, that's a big problem because a lot of people feel like they owe things to their friends when their friends have actually done nothing with them. Because sometimes you'll get friends where you're friends with, um, I don't know, say someone in primary school, right? And you've been friends with them for such a long time and you haven't been comfortable enough to get outside your box or whatever it is to make new friends. And it feel like some people feel like they need to be really loyal to their oldest friends, but when really it's not really a healthy relationship. And I think there's that element of pressure. But you're saying any people that 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 held you back, you just cut them off straight away. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I and don't get me wrong. When we launch grenade, you're always going to get people say, "Don't do it." 
And that's not necessarily them holding you back. You know, I mean, my, my parents have never wanted to hold me back, but they were the yeah. first person said, don't do it because it's risky and they care about me. Yeah. So that's not the same thing. You know, there are people, I think, who try and hold you back because they worry about you. And that's fear. probably fine. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because they're, they're sort of scared. And yeah. I kind of like being scared. I like yeah. the fear. It's the, it's the I love fear. the fear. Yeah, it's all about the fear. Yes, yeah. It's all about the fear. So, yeah, if you're not scared, then yeah. you're probably not pushing hard enough. 100%. So yeah. the minute I kind of get comfortable, and I had a really successful business prior to Grenade, so, but I kind of get really comfortable in it, yeah, yeah. which actually scared me, yeah, that's but for right. the wrong reasons. I so, always say you need to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like and, and I think and I think that's probably the definition of an entrepreneur as well. You've actually got to be outside that comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but but then you'll if you get people who hold you back and just do not want you to do well, yeah. that's different, you know, because they're not your friends. So you need to really decide, you know, which is which. Yeah. Um, in that sense. And and again, you know, you do kind of realize probably who your friends are. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I've, I've got I've, my, my oldest school friend, been friends for 38 years now. Yeah. Um, and I cannot talk to him for a couple of years. But then, funnily enough, the last month or so, um, I've spoken to him more in the last month than in the last 30 years. Yeah. Um, just, for, just for connection. various reasons. Yeah, and you can just pick the phone up. And, and that's kind of a true friend, I think, that you can just kind of pick the phone up to. Yeah. And, and again, something else I've learned as well you should never do is you should never have any involvement with sort of family and friends and money and anything like that because that is an absolute recipe for disaster. Okay. You could do an entire podcast on that. Really? Oh, God, And yeah. you've got experience in that? Yeah, everyone has. Really? Are your, are your family, mum, dad, they're all happy for you with what you're doing? Did they see, did they see, obviously, like you said, there is that element of fear because your family want the best for you, right? Yeah. But to push, to be able to push that, you need to push your boundaries. And when all this was happening, Grenade, yourself, did they see, like, you at a young age, did you see, number one, where you were heading and did they? And how was their response to that? Yeah, I mean, I, I probably, people had said to me, Especially my mom actually yeah. said, you know, and actually the, the teacher said to my mom, your son's either going to be a multimillionaire or he's going to prison. Sick. Basically, <laughs> it was kind of one of the two. Yeah. Um, and I haven't been to prison yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they did. They were kind of concerned that I would kind of think and do things differently. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I was always the guy selling stuff at school yeah. um, and making more money than hey, the teachers see, and hey, stuff. You know what? Yeah, that's like me. I used to go, um, when I used to work at JD Sports, right, in Oxford Street. Were you stealing stuff and selling all the no, clothes? No, my oh. manager loved me, right? But you know when there isn't a lot of stock on the shelves, they put him in the warehouse. He used to give me the scanner and I used to get it for like two pounds, right? And I used to go to college and sell it. Nice. Yeah. And then I used to go see my girlfriend in Australia with the money that I, I made from it. And I used to love the buzz and I used to be like, why is it so exciting? Because I think because it's creating something from nothing almost. Yeah, it gives you a bit of an um, edge, isn't it? Like you just yeah, it, it, but you know what? It's, it, it's, it's exciting. So, yeah. But again, it's like I find business really exciting yeah. just for that reason. Yeah. Um, I couldn't just go and do like the same thing every day. Yeah. I just like kind of starting with something and kind of turning yeah. into something because, that, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my parents, so I don't know if they, so they were kind of disappointed for me when I kind of started bumming around the gym. Okay, to be yeah. honest, my dad actually said you're wasting your life. Uh, and do you know, do you know what though? 99.9% .9 of the time, he would have been right. But I just think I'm one of those people that if I'm in an environment, I'll kind of make the best out of that situation. Um, and, you know, it, it, I think inevitably, or it, you, can't, you can't hold certain people back. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's, some of it's inevitable. It might take a long time. But I think sometime we were chatting earlier about, you know, um, about Stan Lee from Marvel. And, you know, probably made no money in the vast majority of his life. But eventually it kind of came good. Because you were just loved. never going to hold that guy 
back because he yeah. was just too creative, too passionate. It was going to come good. And I think eventually, like, you know, modern times kind of caught up with him and, and people realised what a great idea it was. Yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd like to think that at some point, and again, my parents would say, actually, we knew you'd do well just in anything really because you're just that type of person. If I said I was going to go and do it as a kid, I'd go and do it. I was always very determined, even when I was like four. You know, if I was, I was going to go and dig a hole, I'd be digging a hole all day and it'd be the biggest hole anyone could dig out the street. Do you feel like, I feel like some people, that mentality, they either have it or they don't. I, I know my, I know I've got that mentality from my dad. My dad's very much like that. Yeah. Was your, yeah. Was your, <laughs> was your, any of your parents like that or is that something you just like had? Do you know what? They're exceptionally hard workers, my okay. whole family. Okay. Yeah. But the, but the problem being, well, so not the problem, but the, the results being really that they'd never made any money. From, okay. from all their efforts. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I learned, again, back to this kind of mentorship piece, and again, lo- loads off my dad, yeah. funnily enough, dad's super shy. Okay. And again, being shy kind of got him nowhere. Yeah. So, and I was actually quite shy at school, and I thought, actually, I don't want to be shy like my dad because that's not going to help me in life. So I made a conscious effort then not to be shy and started acting and doing school plays and reading stuff that actually I, I hated initially to kind of get me out of the comfort zone, which again surprises everyone. But you pushed but yourself out of it. Yeah, that, you pushed yourself great, out of yeah. it because, again, you know, I mean, my uncle, like his brother, was had shyness right to a whole other level i mean nowadays i don't know what you'd call it it's probably like almost a form of autism but my uncle was so shy he never left home what so he died at home at 74 right still living with his mom who was like 99 my nan he never left home he never had a girlfriend so he never got married and he had the same job he have a lot of anxiety his higher life um Maybe. I, I, you know, I wouldn't know because I, I know. barely ever spent, said two words to him because, again, he was so painfully shy. He never went into a shop. What? In his whole life. Yeah, so my mum and dad used to go, go clothes shopping for him. He was just painfully, painfully shy. I said, my dad, shy, you know, but nowhere near to that extent. Yeah. But I think kind of like a family trait. But yeah, died at work at 74, had a stroke and went to work. What? So it was a heavy goods vehicle mechanic, which was a business between him, um, my, my dad, his brother, and their dad. It was a family business. So again, didn't really need to communicate with anyone outside that three people. Um, so yeah, he, he I, was, I used to go and work there Saturdays. I hated it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got no interest in mechanics and how things work. But yeah. I, you know, it was kind of like it was 10 quid and I needed the money. Um, so um, I'd, I'd go and work. And yeah, he came into work on Saturday morning and it was like his face had dropped. And I was like, you know, Brian, you, you all right? He said, I think I've had a stroke. I'm like, you've definitely had a stroke. <laughs> but he didn't know what else to do. But it's kind of like, it's so sad. It, yeah. It's so yeah, sad. And, to, and, and he, you know, he, he passed away not long after. And I remember like my, myself, my mum and dad went out and just like, like emptied his room, like, you know, at my nan's house. And, you know, nan's still alive. And you sort of expect to bury your parents, but you don't expect to bury your kids. No, of course. And I remember like, you know, saying to my nan, yeah, my nan's going, well, he wasn't old. Was well, he was really nan. He was like 74. Went, well, that's not old. I went, it is really. Like, you're really old, nan. Um, but, you know, she's, but, you know, I mean, can you imagine just at that age? Like, course, yeah. son. But, but he had nothing to show for it. Like, he was, just, he was really, really sad. And these are all things that you, just, you learn. Yeah. Because you just think, I don't want to be that guy. You yeah. know, you don't want to be that guy at all. When um, you saw that, were you like, I don't want that? Oh, God, no. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, his dad, um, uh, you know, my granddad, he went blind and went to work. <laughs> so, and he was like mechanic. But again, he, he didn't know what else to do. So it was Hustlers, just... Yeah. But, but do you know what? And I thought, oh, God, you know, th- I, I've got that work ethic. Yeah. I've got the work really ethic. really important, yeah. But, sure. and again, dad being shy, he'd do work. He wouldn't charge people for it. I remember one Christmas, you know, this was like, I was, I was only a young kid. Um, but, you know, it was 
dad would get a phone call and like he was a heavy goods vehicle mechanics like a coach had broken down in Cornwall and this is before like the motorway was built before the M5 was built so okay, yeah. Cornwall then was like probably a 10 hour drive <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, fr- yeah. from Birmingham yeah. and I remember like the um uh, the phone going and dad and like five six o'clock Christmas morning dad having to leave to go out on this breakdown and like mom saying to him if you go don't bother coming back <laughs> literally I know he didn't go okay. um, but the thing was again he wouldn't have billed them for it because he was kind of too nice he'd have forgotten or something yeah. and again I learned a lot from that and you think you know, so people kind of took advantage yeah which um, is a weird thing with business you've got to be careful in it because yeah exactly you, you, know, you just I, honestly do you know what I, I believe in ultimately in business and I say it's actually all of our suppliers being fair we never go around nailing people's hats on when yeah. it comes to cost you know I want to uh, just a, I want a great service um, for a fair price yeah you know that's it you know I don't want a fun, you know phenomenal service um, you know for a cheap price or whatever but you know you've really got sort of you know quality uh, price yeah. or service and you can't really have all three so yeah, you've yeah, got to yeah. kind of pick yeah um, so you know we're quite fortunate in the sense that we will always go premium so price for us then is the least important factor because yeah. we'll pay more but we can sell it for a bit more okay yeah. Um, but yeah the quality and the service are critical for us with um, with your family and stuff like going through all of that right you obviously come from a background no money pretty much right oh yeah you yeah, were yeah, talking yeah. about earlier you told me you I had free school to- dinners yeah I, I was the only kid in the school that had free school dinners I remember that green ticket yeah but it was like the walk of shame yeah so because i was the only person with yeah. the green ticket yeah i'd never stayed in school and i hated school anyway yeah. so i never stayed in school to have that to collect that oh, meal okay. i'd walk home which was a, a mile and a quarter to like have 10 minutes in the house just grab a sandwich and just walk back and again walk back walk back just again. so i spent the lunch hour just yeah. walking so i walked like five miles a day i My mean man, and, knee and, up 24 7 in it absolutely yeah well, feet, feet up 24 feet 7 up which 24/7, is our own version yeah, yeah we're going to try and get feet up 24 yeah. 7 yeah. trending because let's face it it's yeah. cleverer you told me earlier you were in the arcade before when you were younger and you had no money to play games right when when all this stuff happened for you and like what I see as successful anyway, did you like, do you look after your family and your friends? Yeah, so we've, yeah, so we've done all of that. Okay. And, and that, you know, to varying degrees, which is really Is that tricky. rewarding? Like with your family? It is initially. Okay. And then, it, uh, and then it's not. Okay, really? Okay. <laughs> it's really difficult because, you know, at what point, how much is enough? What yeah. do you do? Yeah. And, and, you know, and, I, and again, I will use, I won't use my example, but yeah. I'll use a friend's example. So like yeah. a friend of mine who's a, he's a billionaire. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had this exact conversation. So he kind of looked after all of his family yeah. out to like second cousin level in the sense they all got bought a house, they all bought a car, they all Whoa. got a thirty thousand pound a year allowance, kind of on top of their jobs, and and they, they all the kids had a private education. Jeez, right. if I did that, I'm Turkish. I've got sixty nine first cousins. You oh know. yeah, you're fucked. I'm yeah, fucked. being a billionaire would yeah, not be enough. Legit. <laughs> be what enough a number! Yeah, it wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. enough. Imagine that. Yeah, if yeah you, you, want, you might want to start working on that. Then. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but then the amount of issues it causes. Yeah. Because then you know, let's say you, someone within that extended family becomes ill. Yeah. Okay. And then so you think, okay, so you're helping everyone to a point, and then people talk. And then, so you have to do a little bit more for someone else potentially, and then yeah. someone else becomes ill, and then you don't help yeah, them because yeah. it's a different illness, and then they talk, and then when you help, then you didn't help me. And you can kind of see the problems. So unfortunately, with, and don't get me wrong, you know, I've, I've had money and I've not had money, and yeah. I know which I prefer. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But all it does, it does kind of take away, it gives you options. It gives you options, definitely. But I guarantee you, it creates more problems than it solves. I guarantee you, because sometimes then something you would do 
and I, I've had this situation, I'll give you an exact situation. So I went out with some friends and um, went for a, a meal and um, yeah, we had a, a meal and they told us that they were expecting the first child. So um, we were like, yep, fantastic. So, you know, we'd like this meals on us. Um, so we paid for the meal. And then um, the following day, got a phone call from them because they were quite insulted we paid for the meal because that made us flash. So, oh, here we go. So we're like, okay. And I could hear like one side of the conversation and I could tell what the problem was. So I was just thinking, look, we're just like, just, all right, they can pay for the meal then. Thanks very much. Yeah, you know, yeah. They owe us 160 quid, <laughs> at which point they told us that we were tight. What? Yes. You know what? That's a mad thing with family yeah. and friends and that. And even like, I feel like sometimes with family. So we didn't go out for dinner with them again. Not again. That's not happening again. Yeah. But you know what I hate? Right. No win situations. Because I'm competitive. Yeah. So yeah. about you. So I want, a bit, I want a chance of winning. Yeah. But if you're flashy, if you're paying, you're tight if you don't. Yeah. There's no point going. Yeah. I, I guess that's Because either way, you, you've lost, haven't you? But it's important to have people around you that understand who you are. So yeah. therefore, not get offended or even take advantage of you or appreciate what you're doing for them or whatever. And I feel like sometimes with family, maybe someone in your position or whatever, when you give, 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 I guess people start to not appreciate what they're, what they're having. And yeah. then it makes them a little bit lazy. And then you're getting fucked either way because then you're going to have to... <laughs> yeah, so again, this is... A, this, so now, again, I know people, again, whose kids have been brought into just immeasurable wealth. Yeah. No fault of their own at yeah. all. But when you're born into that... And again, I feel a bit sorry for them in a way. I don't wish that on no, any I don't, child. No, do, do you know what? So there's there's three ways, I think. Well, there's probably maybe... Yeah, maybe four ways of probably obtaining money, probably stealing it. Which yeah. I wouldn't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Um, but certainly, I mean, you, you, you know, you can inherit it, you can win it, or you can earn it. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's only one of the three there that's worth doing, and that's yeah. earning it. Yeah. Because the discipline you, uh, you acquire over earning that wealth, you need when it comes to distributing it or spending yeah, it, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, how many times have you heard the phrase, like the curse of the lottery, people that win the national lottery, Goals. and then that money's gone because they're going to buy three helicopters, Yeah, you know, <laughs> as you do, yeah. um, and shit like that. But then, you know, why wouldn't you? Because you wouldn't necessarily know what they you cost or why. To. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You so, don't know how to yeah, you're not learning anything. And again, they give, you know, all the family and friends a million quid or whatever. Um, and yet, it, it, it does kind of go. Um, when again, I'm at that level, when I'm at that level, when I'm at that level. When you're, yeah, you're going to look after me. Yeah, I'll look after you, man. You're all good, you're all good. <laughs> Anytime, my dad's kebab shop in East London come oh, through. Fun. Lovely, I look forward but to that. But with my kids, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go drop them off in the hood and be like, you survive for the next few years, you come back to me. Absolutely. I reckon you know, it would be a good favour for them. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, do you know what I think the key is for this sort of stuff? And I know people that have done this actually. And... Um, they've given them like you know a deposit for the first flat or the house or whatever yeah. or whatever they've earned they've matched it yeah and there's ways of doing stuff that mean that those kids have got to do a certain amount of stuff themselves yeah um, so they can learn yeah, without just going there you go and like it sounds kind of like cruel but it's it's honestly it's not being cruel no. because again I've known you grow from struggle I had this conversation with a friend of mine actually over his daughter and he was just giving her everything. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not being funny. I said, look, it's nothing to do with me, but you think you're helping her? You're not. You're hurting her. 100%. I, I said, he never, he's never actually spoke to me again. And he's going to call. <laughs> but it's mad, didn't it, yeah. how people don't want to hear the truth? Yeah. And, and Because actually as well with her, it was just making her just like a, you know, daddy's little girl sort of bitch, yeah. to be honest. Um, and it, but that wasn't her, you know, it was kind yeah. of, you know, she was, a, she, was, she was, no, she was a lovely girl. But then as soon as she needed something, it was just there. And it's like, it sounds crazy, but 
I went out to get, you know, to some shopping yesterday, and you know, something I, this is gonna sound really stupid, something I miss, and I try and actually keep this going, um, sometimes when you can go out and just buy something, it takes the fun out of it. Yeah. So I remember my first house, again, you know, where you've got no money at all, and you think those bills are never gonna stop hitting the mat, and you know, you need a lawnmower and a vacuum cleaner, you yeah. know, and you can only buy one, and you're not gonna vacuum your lawn, mm. um, or whatever, so, not again. Um, and lawnmower is not great on carpet. Yeah. Don't do that again either. I won't do that again. Yeah. So, um, but you know, you kind of have to save up and pick and then you kind of like really sort of research it, don't you? Into like, um, and, and you know, it's kind of like, you almost like savor the experience because sometimes it's nice to look forward to having something yeah. as opposed to just going and getting it. And yeah. that's why people get bored. 100%. And that's when they go crazy and their happiness yeah. goes away. Do you feel like the most exciting part for you, or maybe it's not, is that phase where you're like kind of struggling, but you know you're kind of close to doing something big and you're like, you're excited because it might happen, but you're taking a risk, but it might go the other way as well. Is that like- You talk about the first time you have sex with a new girl. Because <laughs> it sort of sounds this. like that. Well, you think it might happen. I, I don't you're know. Close, the, the but eye, there's nerves there. The eye contact, the back, the the eye contact you're giving me it's feels like- sexual, It's getting sexual. <laughs> yeah, the back of your head, you're thinking, no hard no, on. No, think, no, 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 don't think no. We used to do it at the door, we used to go, no hard on, bastard. But would you say that's your most exciting time? Not the I forgot what the bit. question was now. Um, I'm talking about the yeah, struggle when you yeah. like do that jump where you're like, you know what? I'm kind of comfortable now. Yeah. As in, I, I'm kind of safe. I'm, I'm not one right of these now. people, but you never say about it's like the chase, you know, in a relationship or something and the yeah, chase yeah, is more yeah. exciting. So yeah, maybe. I think yeah. the, the, you know, trying to, the pursuit of trying to obtain something, yeah. you know, depending, well, it sounds a bit stalkerish now, depending what it is. No, I, yeah, I, I, do think, I do think it's exciting. I, I honestly can't imagine... Well, I can't imagine worse things than this, but yeah. you know, if someone just kind of won money and then just went and bought stuff, and I, just, I can guarantee you're going to be bored and miserable really 100%. quickly. They won't know what to do with no. it, right? I just, yeah. I just guarantee, and people will think I'm crazy for saying that, yeah. but I guarantee I'm right. Yeah. Well, obviously, being in this house, right, looking at my future house and that. How you're, not, I, you're not moving in, how, just to clarify, not, he's not moving no, in. No, 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 I'm buying you out, big man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, no, good, fine, yeah, yeah you can. How was, I'm, um, stri- I'm literally going to strip it there. <laughs> I'm going to take all the light switches, I'm going to like leave dead, Rats in places. I wouldn't stitch you up. How I'm was, taking um, the gin bar. Now. Yeah, you can take the bar. How was um, during COVID and isolation? How how was all that? How did that hit you? Not business wise, like you mentally. Did you right. were you like what the fuck's going on? So I, I generally that was really good for me personally okay. in terms of. Uh, and I'll clarify that because obviously these are really, really troubled times. I'm not trivialising it because yeah. it's the biggest challenge we've probably ever faced. Yeah. Um, and it just means, you know, as, a, as the globe. Um, but everyone, you know, including especially me, was really in that rat race, you know, in the office every day, sat in yeah. traffic, stressed out. Everywhere I was, I had to be somewhere else. Yeah. And, you know, travelling a lot, you know, uh, I mean, going to like, you know, fairly obscure places, you know, like, you know going to the States for the day. And stuff. For the day. Like, oh, the, well, there was a, there was a, at one point there was um I I was I didn't go um but it happened several times but we've launched in Australia it's going really well and I was going to have to go to Australia for the day. What? I'm That's not joking. Crazy. But yeah, I'd have gone. Yeah. I'd have gone. I was literally in the throes of just fucking The good flights. thing is, by the time you come back, you wouldn't have suffered with jet lag. No, exactly. There's no point resetting your watch, is there? But we joke about that. But you know, that's not fun. You just that's some things that you kind of have to do. Um, so in a way, it was kind of nice when... You had, not, no, you had no FOMO. It took the pressure off. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did yeah, take yeah. the pressure off because for the first time ever, and this will never happen again in our lifetimes, the government were like, don't do anything. Don't You're leave like, your yes. house. <laughs> don't go to work. 
you know, so obviously, yeah, we all worked exceptionally hard from home, but it was like just being told, you know, just you don't have to do this stuff yeah. for the next three weeks, yeah. you know, initially, was kind of like, oh, okay, wow. I mean, I would never... You'd never do done that. that. No, never no do one that. would ever do that. No, no one would ever do that. So it was like, wow. And, um, and I just think it was a really good opportunity. Again, back to the learning, it was a really good opportunity to um, focus on the business in different ways. So we started to focus on operational stuff that we never get time to do. So actually, when a lot of business went online, and I mean, even Amazon, you know, their one-day delivery promise kind of fell apart, pretty much still has, um, and delivery times, um, you know, got longer and longer and longer. We actually shortened ours, so we we we, we improved our service on Grenade.com. So then, if you ordered it up to like midnight, basically, you'd get stuff the next day. Sick, yeah. Um, and no one, it's like world class service. No one's doing that. I know we were getting like complaints off consumers that were ordering it like literally eleven fifty nine, and it and it hadn't gone through because it went through like twelve oh one just time down. They didn't get the stuff oh, the next okay, day, yeah. and they were like, I was like, God, that's harsh. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, but they're technically right. So yeah. we did have to like take the the cut off to like eleven thirty. Okay, yeah. just so just so we could sort of do it. Um, but yeah, so we, so we made sure when everyone else was kind of getting worse, we made sure we got better. So we kind of did the opposite. Um, and then a lot, you know, we, we stock was, um, demand was really outstripping supply. So we just had to juggle, you know, we got stuff on the way to the States that we pulled back. And, uh, again, that was actually for the NHS. So, you know, we, yeah. we, we gave them stuff that was actually supposed to go into the I US. Was, I was going to say about that. You know what? Like, you know, obviously everyone was going up and clapping and stuff. Off, off, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. But you know what? The mad thing is when, when it comes down to it and when, if people turn around and said, Hey guys, uh, we're going to take. 10 pound a week off your salary to give towards the NHS or whatever most people be like whoa what's going on the Hang clapping's on all good yeah. and that yeah. but like I saw a picture of a lorry with loads of grenade bars that you sent to the NHS yeah we sent we sent three and a half lorry loads <laughs> three and a half lorries yeah there was, a, there was about 250,000 cans it was the right thing to do it was an expensive thing to do yeah. Um, but yeah it was the right thing to do at the time you know there was um, and again you know that was kind of brand new stock that was going into a tesco launch um and and we were sitting it was really weird actually we were sitting in a meeting it was just before lockdown this started and um there were about eight of us sat down in the boardroom at grenade and we were chatting away and and, um, and i said wouldn't it be amazing if we could sort of figure out how to like donate stuff you know to, to the nhs and to hospitals in kind of a way that didn't sort of screw them up um you know and if we got a contact for that and you know like you know like your phone is like listening to you basically all the time and like stuff happens yeah and, and i i um i get a lot of messages on linkedin anyway and at that point we had like i had a message on linkedin and it was from an anaesthetist uh, dr kate brunning i think her name was um and um she just said you know would you be able to send us some stuff like to our, our ward and um you know we love your stuff and would like work in long shifts so i was like great we'll sort of start with her um so i said like and it was, it was in the middle of the conversation. It was bizarre yeah. how it happened. So uh, You I, manifested it. Yeah, but I you think, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I thunk, uh, I thunk it and it happened. Yeah. Um, so then we, we sort of did that and then it spiraled from there. And then we ended up shipping, oh, thousands and thousands of care packages to um, hospitals and shipping all this stuff out. Um, and then uh, uh, Ron Dennis actually uh, rang me at eight o'clock one Sunday morning and woke me up. Um, saying about, oh, you know, he was doing this um, project um, as well for, like, Salute the NHS. Yeah. And uh, I said, oh, that's great, Ron, you know, we've just done that. And um, he went, well, he said, I want to do it as well. He said, we're going to provide a million meals for the NHS. And one of the top things they're asking for is, like, protein bars. And oh, can you give sick. us protein bars? Wicked. Um, I said, I've just done it. Yeah. <laughs> and he went, we do it again. I'm like, all but you right, know what? Then. He's, he's yeah. probably seen that from you, right? And he you did, And yeah. you've influenced people yeah, yeah, yeah. to do 
like better for the nation, better for the frontline yeah, workers. And he's got more money than I've got. So, so, <laughs> so he should have doubled. Yeah, so yeah. Doing, oh no, he's an amazing bloke. And again, and again so he did that. And oh, I've messaged the guys. And the nice thing is with the team at Grenade is no one ever says no. Yeah. And I think it's because I probably wouldn't, I will, I will take no for an answer. It's got to be a good reason. Yeah. But, but also the team we've got there, no one would say no because again, it's the right thing to do. Yeah. So we always try and look after military charities and stuff. And you, know, yeah. you can't get You do love the military anyway, obviously. I do love the military, love the military, military. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they love me. Yeah, they do. I don't really. What, what, what is it that you love about the military? So I, I've always been interested in, and so my, my, we're all from Birmingham, my family, but my mum and dad have got a caravan down in, in Poole, okay. uh, a place called, um, it was called Rockley Sands back in the day, but it's uh, Rockley Park now. And um, my nan had had like, caravans there since the 1950s, so, and we'd never got any money, but like our, our family holidays were just we're going to this, uh, this caravan. So I spent a lot of time on the south coast as a kid around Poole, and the Royal Marine Base was next door. So um, my dad was never into sport. I've never been interested in rugby or yeah. cricket, anything like that. But my dad was interested um, in the military. And my, my grandparents had both been in the military in the Second World War. Um, so I kind of grew up with that and watching these guys train. I remember like being you know, eight, nine years old, standing at like, this fence and just watching these guys train, doing the gun running. And yeah. I was really interested in that sort of physical fitness um, and stuff as well. So I was, that was familiar to me. And like, you know, a good day out when I was a kid was like going to Bovington Army Base and they'd have like a mock battle with the tanks. Yeah. And I remember once I was in the back of this, um, we went to like a Navy day, I think at Portsmouth and there was a destroyer in there and there was a, like a general purpose machine gun on the back of this, this boat. And um, I started like sort of messing with it. And like, and there was like a, a, a sailor sort of standing there. My mum said, don't touch that, Alan, you leave it alone. And she went, he said, it's all right, you won't be able to do it. And I'd stripped it down, oh, basically, and then reassembled it. Um, <laughs> as you do, and he was like, that's really quick, how do you know how to do that? Um, so I was just kind of, I was just interested in that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I was in the army cadets when I was 13. Oh, okay. Which again was just a really but you didn't good want to go ahead with like no, I, and actually I couldn't at the time because of eyesight. So I would have loved oh. to be in the Royal Marines, with but I, I wore what? glasses. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, so really? I've had I've had laser eye surgery since, but when I was twelve, I started wearing glasses. Okay. And then back then, wearing glasses kind of stopped you doing anything. Yeah, sort of uh, stopped you going in the police, um, stopped me going in the military. Would you have done what you would have been told though? I feel like not. Nah, Do you know what? I've I've joking aside, I've had this conversation many times now with yeah. friends of mine who are in like elite sort of elite British military. Um, and the general consensus is I would not have been very good in the elite military just because I'm too hard. You're too what? Hard. You're too hard? Not sexually. You're <laughs> just... Well, that as well. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm too tough. Hard. Okay. Hard, isn't oh, yeah, it? Yeah, hard, yeah. isn't it? You know what hard means. Okay, that's what, that's yeah. what I was waiting for. Too now hard. I'm too hard, Too it? hard. Bruv. Yes. Yeah, bruv. Yeah, bruv. exactly. Yeah, so now too I hard. understand. But I'd have been too lethal. Yeah, okay. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, like, you know... I mean, the... you are an absolute weapon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please. Yeah. You are, so, you are actually a lot bigger than what I thought you were. thing is, imagine, going to the... I'll sort this Middle Eastern shit out, right? Give me half, give me half a day. Half a half day. Half a day. <laughs> Tops. Half a day and a rifle. Tops. Yeah. Half a day. Um, yeah. A, a Nando's, grenade bar. A Nando's. <laughs> a Nando's. Some grenade <laughs> energy and a sun lounger. Job yeah. done. Yeah. Finished. Right. Next. Northern Ireland. And do you do, do you do do you do anything for like the military and stuff? Do you like you? I know you. I know you. You're good friends with them and stuff. Do you go to like events and stuff? Oh or? yeah, we. I do get invited to some cool shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they let me blow things up, which is good, and shoot stuff. Um, and whatever, yeah. So but I've if, done some if they don't, jumps. Come to Turkey to my dad's village. Yeah. We can. Sort and we that can. Out. We can blow we up can your dad's village. It's all legal. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's all yeah, legal. absolutely it's, it's fine. All, it's all yeah. legal. What can possibly go wrong? Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so I've kind of got this thing where we always try and help out military yeah. guys. Because I just think, you know, there's lots of charities for animals and children. And, there's, you know, I don't think it's probably a bad charity ever been set up. Yeah. But, you know, again, for me, having sort of friends in, that, in the military, that's traditionally just been a demographic that's just been consistently shit on. Yeah, um, okay, you know, yeah. by sort of everyone. So... 
Um, I mean, you know, apart from James, has really landed on his feet, um, <laughs> ex ex military. Um, but no, so and, and and again, you know, where we can sort of um, employ people, or because again, you know, coming out of the military is hard. You've had this whole yeah. network of kind of being things being done for you because your meals are done for you. You don't really have any bills. Yeah. You know, your money's your own. I've met a lot of military guys. They come out and they really, can't, they, they don't know really what to do. Struggle. They don't know what to do. Um, so uh, maybe become a photographer at Grenade. Videographer, don't do that. Um, or if you're any good, please do do that. Cause, yeah, we could definitely do with the, the help. Um, but, but, um, so I, I, I think he knows me joking. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I probably. Um, so not so not so joking. Um, but um, no. So I, I think, and I, I read a report again that you know there's a, something like five thousand people are homeless in the UK ex-military and that's just oh, really? disgusting um, I've since been told that's not true but you know I, I okay. don't know if it is or not yeah. but if it is true yeah, um, yeah that, that just but they should, should be that shouldn't better. be allowed yeah, yeah that, sh- be that shouldn't be allowed yeah. so and, you know I've been told subsequently that a lot of that's kind of by choice because yeah. they like drinking do you think they, 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 they keep them in that sort of mindset so they don't leave the military do you know uh, what I mean I, I, I mean I guess I suppose because like, I want you to stay there. I don't want you to go. So I'm not going to teach you all those people skills. I'm not going to teach you these skills where you're going to do okay on your own. I want you to be under my control. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, do you know what? I probably wouldn't be the right person to answer that question, actually. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you this, though. I know that probably when, not just the military, but any job, if you had any job 20, 30 years ago, yeah. it was probably a job for life. Yeah. And now, uh, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. It's just the way it is. You know, I know now that um, there's... You know, people have jobs and they don't think of it as a job for life. They think of it, I'll do this for the next five years and do something completely different. Yeah. Or do it for, you know, the next you eight years. And career like seven, eight times. Yeah, they have a lot of different like careers. Yeah. And I, you know, don't get me wrong, I think that's probably quite a good thing. Yeah. Um, but I know it causes issues certainly in certain branches of the military because, you know, certain branches of the military we work with, it can be like an eight-year plan to get in because it's so hard to get in. Okay, yeah. And then when those guys do get in and it costs a lot of money to train them, um, you know, they kind of want them for 15, 20 years because yeah. they're a really valuable asset. Yeah. And, and and that was the case a few years ago. They were staying for like, having like a 20-year career. And now, yeah, sort of eight years, they're kind of done. And they're going to do something completely different. And that's a that's a big loss of the military so because they cannot retrain those people that quickly. But that's just kind of the way of the world now is yeah. people just want to go and do something different. Yeah. Everyone wants their own business and everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. I know. And you'd, ne- you'd never, who can blame them? You'd yeah. never want to hold people back you know, that wanted to do yeah. that because ultimately people want to be their own boss and follow their dreams. Yeah, but it's, it's mad. People want to do that. People have those dreams, but they never put in the fucking work. No. They never bit. put in the work. Like. You'll get there, don't worry. <laughs> um, out of interest, what's your dream? What's what's the... I'm, I'm, I'm doing the questions now. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, what's, what's the dream for... You know what's mad? Like, with... I'm happy right now, right? And I, I, I right know, this minute, you fucking right should this be. Minute, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy right now. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm coaching a lot of people. I'm building my brand. That shows as well. Yeah, you're um, having so much fun. Yeah, it really shows. It's infectious. Yeah, good. Exactly. That's, and that's what I want. I'm and gonna I say feel, infectious. <laughs> and I feel like that's what it should be about, like you said. And I kind of don't know where I'm going, which kind of excites that's me. That's obvious. But I, <laughs> but I feel like fucking I feel like I'm going the right way. Do you know what I mean? I feel like I'm going the right way. I know what you mean, bruv. You know what I mean? I know you mean, bruv, innit? You know what I mean? Get, I get you. you know I mean, next minute you know I'm moving in, I'm taking over this house, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a Turkish terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard, it's all right, you can say what you want. I've heard rumours, um, I've heard rumours there's a picture of you um, 
of you competing somewhere in the office or somewhere in the house is this right is this true oh there might be who's told who's telling you all this big stuff? man big man you need to understand who's telling you all this story? stuff i know we've got a leak is no, it, no no is, no no they're not here they're no. not here don't worry i know people is it alima he's no, been going no. through my underwear drawer no, no, again hasn't alima, he no. weirdo alima alima's not like me i see everything man <laughs> i see everything i see everything so did you compete as well did you i did years ago yeah and that was that was back when i've really wanted to it was all about looking good yeah um and again we were talking about this earlier weren't we but uh, yeah, I, I realised then, like I said, when I looked my best, I felt my worst. And, and people said, oh, God, you look good. And I was thinking, thanks, because I feel shit. Um, but I had really bad back problems. Yeah. And it was all about lifting really big weights in the gym. And yeah. again, I, and I realised actually years later, lifting big weights is really easy. Because yeah. you can either do it or you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time I couldn't. Yeah. Um, so, but again, that, that, I thought that was training hard. But yeah. it probably wasn't training hard. I was just wearing my body out and probably yeah. not necessarily getting anywhere. And I, real, and I saw this a lot as well. People put a lot into getting big and years into kind of getting big and like within a few weeks it was kind of gone yeah and i thought you know what that's not the type of health i started training to be healthy and that's probably not healthy so you forget that sometimes yeah you do forget that because you become obsessed with what you can see and then not with what you can feel so i decided as i was was chatting to diversity about this last week and we were saying basically that the the absolute key to sort of that um to, to physically, I think, being happy with yourself. He's having just the right balance, and everyone's going to be different with yeah. this, but having just the right balance of sort of strength, flexibility, and yeah. fitness, that's the ultimate combo in the right like. balance. Like those guys, or having huge dancers. amounts of all three, like me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but see, those guys, they're just, their exercise is dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And it's because they love dancing. Therefore, yeah. they're going to stay consistent with it. Yeah, exactly. You know? And you know what? Talking to you, I actually understand your brand way more. Like, Do you know everyone you are, says you that? Are, you are a grenade, which is... Why what a I like scary it. thought. No, it's, it's why I like it because that bodybuilding thing you're talking about and the fitness industry is actually changing. And I feel like Grenade is not a part of that cringiness. Oh, fact, do you know what? We, we really try and avoid that. Do you know what I mean? As, yeah, we try and solve problems that we know people are going to have. Like, I mean, yeah. like, we, you know, we, we make a, a weight loss product and it's like the top selling weight loss product in the country. It has been for like eight, nine years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, no one needs supplements. No one should be taking a weight loss product. Nobody really should need a pre But see, you as a CEO saying that, I trust you so yeah. much. Do you know what I mean? Be- because you know why? Because they, they help with... So, you know, if you're dieting and you're tired and you're hungry, you know, of course, like, having a, you know, a weight loss product can help with alertness and, yeah, increase your metabolism and suppress your appetite and stuff fantastic you know if you, that gives you one percent it's one percent you wouldn't have had you know yeah. take it yeah. um I mean, you know with with bars yeah you should be eating you know really good balanced meals yeah. five six seven times a day yeah. you know whatever you are who's doing that yeah. you know i mean when you're busy and the, uh, the key i think probably to you know looking good and, and and training is kind of being organized yeah with your food yeah. and disciplined which again people struggle with yeah so i kind of got sick of driving backwards and forwards you know the length and breadth of the country and gravel going all over the world you know not having food with me i know people that do take four days worth of food with them yeah yeah like for, i mean i just couldn't do that yeah, fair that. play i'm not criticizing <laughs> i just that. couldn't do that yeah, yeah, yeah. plus i wouldn't want to eat chicken i prepared four days yeah, earlier yeah, yeah. anyway no, 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 no. um but I couldn't do it. So again, you know, you pull over to a petrol station, you get fuel, you think, right, I'm hungry. So you get a bottle of water or you got water in the car or whatever. What are you going to eat? You know, there's a, not that long ago, it was a pasty, you know. Funny you say that. I had a bar on my way here, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, funny yeah, you say that. Just, yeah. Can you make sure you stop one on the way back as well? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. make a small contribution <laughs> yeah, towards this, the this way, podcast. The way, the way you're talking about the product, it sounds like you're going to sponsor it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If I gave you that impression, I'm entirely sorry. Um, but the, 
so but I so I kind of a lot of the stuff we've made is just because frankly I'd use it. Yeah. So um, and that's just it's that simple. So I got sick of going to petrol station and again, like you know, buying a sandwich or whatever. And don't you hate it when they put all the fucking filling at the front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you think, oh, this looks amazing. Rip it open, and you think, oh, oh see what they've yeah, done here. Yeah. Every you bat, yeah. we're onto you, you bastards. Yeah. Um. So, and again, yeah, I love chocolate. I grew up with Cadbury's. Who doesn't love chocolate? And again, you know, we didn't invent protein bars, but we invented good ones. Yeah. Um, So we we put a lot of energy into having something that's portable that people could afford. That that, and again is sort of kind of better than people expect because no one had made one that was that good. And all of our stuff's informed sport. Yeah. And no one else, I think, makes an informed sport protein bar. And and that's to give you an example, right? We test for parts per billion. Okay. Of impurities. Okay. So to give you an example, if you were to drop like a pipette of just like liquid in an Olympic-sized swimming pool, yeah. we could find it. That's parts per billion. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but who Sick. does... The, who? Now, most of our consumers will yeah. not know or will not care. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't do it yeah. because it's a good thing to do. And frankly, no one else bothers. Yeah. That costs us fortune and it'd be so much easier can imagine testing on the product that yeah. for people that just don't care it takes long right for, yeah. to, for you to form a product but also like the the 0.1 percent of people that do care you know olympic athletes and elite military and stuff like that it's important to them so it's important to me yeah and that's one of those decisions i think that's like a head and heart thing there's kind of the right thing to do and then there's a, the business decision yeah. so i'll just always try and do the decent Thing. And the best maybe, that you can. Yeah, I yeah. think so because, and maybe we probably don't do a very good job of telling, telling that you know, yeah. saying that to people. But I think the people that know know, yeah. and and this stuff kind of just gets out over time. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, you know, I we we pull in a petrol station now, and and you just think again, you know, you should be eating probably you know some chicken and veg or whatever. But if you haven't got them with you, yeah, having a protein bar and having a couple hundred calories, you'll enjoy it. Twenty grams of protein, no sugar. It's better than grabbing a chocolate it, bar. It must or, be pretty cool to like. If I when I go to another country, right, and someone goes knee up twenty four seven, I get so fucking excited. I'm like, this is fucking amazing, right? This is I'm in Australia, I'm on the other side of the world. Someone's going knee up twenty four seven. Oh my god, this is so amazing. Mum, dad, I made it. Has anyone think... ever defaced their property with it before? Though? No, that no. was cool. That was cool. That's quite cool. Do you ever feel like you know when you go somewhere and you see like your bar in a different country or something? Do you ever feel that? Right, no, right, I, right, right. That's me. That's me right there. No, yeah, I hate that. Really? Of course. I, <laughs> I was going to say, bro. I was going to say, you're mad. I'm like happy yeah. for you. I get a little bit aroused. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, fun. I've got to. So, on that on that note, so it was in Canada, really obscure place in Canada. Yeah. This was years ago, and uh, we just got thermodetonator our fat burner into into Walmart. Uh, in Canada, and um, we were with, with a, a friend of ours over there, and we were do, we basically it was when we did the first ever investment with uh, these private equity guys, and they flew around the world talking to our suppliers and customers, um, just doing all the due diligence on Grenade. So it was like a big trip, and I was kind of shitting myself we were going to get caught out, um, <laughs> and uh, the fact it was all just bollocks. Um, and we're in this really obscure place, and we'd been to see a supplier, and um, and they were like, "Oh, there's a Walmart there. I wonder if uh, that product's in there." And these, but my sort of uh, one of our suppliers is going. It might be in there. It's really obscure, no like place because Canada's a big country. Yeah. Anyway, we go in and there it is on the shelf. Oh, right. that's amazing. It was it was next to the anal lube, <laughs> um, which they thought was hilarious. Yeah. Um, you know, so they, uh, they yeah. must have known. But, but they you must know have known who the CEO yeah. was. You know, I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, not <laughs> the not the yeah not the, the but I'll take I'll take the shelf positioning or just anyway. Um, did you buy the bar? So we did that. Uh, that was that was that was the fat burner. Oh, okay, yeah, that was okay, the fat okay, burner okay. in there. So that was before we launched the bar. Okay, yeah. So then then we end up. So we then fly to the other side of the country, and we're in like 
sort of Connecticut. And, you know, Connecticut's not an obvious place to visit, let's say, in the US, but we had, like, sports because some friends of ours there who were doing, like, global distribution. And we end up on the red eye, and we're on this, like, obscure flight into, like, Hartford, and it's 1 a.m., and we're sitting on the on the plane, and they won't let us get off the plane because there's, a, like, a military ceremony, and there's, there's, like, this band sort of turn up, and okay. they're having, like, um, a repatriation ceremony for, like, an American soldier that had been killed. Oh. And they, you know, we watch them sort of take the casket off, and... And there's these like full military salute, and we kind of all sit there patiently for like 20 minutes, and then they let everyone. I thought um, they were just welcoming you. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I do get that a lot. Obviously, I get a full band, red carpet. Yeah, it's normally people just throwing stuff, to be honest. Um, but no, so they did this full like, repatriation ceremony, and then this they took this casket off, and then we go to like jump on this bus to go and get the hire car, yeah. and I'm sitting with these investment guys, and and one of the guys, the soldiers, uh, he was in the navy, actually, did full naval dress uniform on. And um, we're sort of, and it's like we're sort of making small talk. And so I'm very sorry about your your, your colleague. And um, he said, "Oh yeah, he was like he was killed in a diving accident or something." Oh, blah blah blah. Yeah. I said, "I'm very sorry about that." And he said, oh, "What do you guys do?" Because you know, like we're British and it's a really obscure place. Yeah. And I said, "Oh, I own a supplement company." He's like, "Oh, which one?" I said, "Grenade." And he went, "I love grenade." No way. And I was like, "Really?" He said, "All the guys use." He said, "I'm a helicopter pilot." He said, "We'll use grenade." He said, "It keeps us awake." Um, for our night missions, I thought this is so cool. This is so cool. And then, and the the investors sitting there thinking he's fucking set this up. Yeah, like, yeah, he has yeah, set yeah, this yeah, up yeah, right. Yeah. Which I said, oh, you know, I hadn't. And um, I said, oh right, so we're chatting about. It. And I said, oh, I'm a pilot. And we're chatting and stuff. And I said, where are you based? And he went Guam. And I'm thinking, where the fuck's Guam? Um, I'm not sure. Point like Guam now, yeah. but it was like, and I'm sitting there thinking, do you know we've got this kind of little supplement company that these guys want to buy or invest into, and then we're on this bus somewhere. I'm taking this helicopter pilot. You know, and he's using it, and it's yeah. like, God, you couldn't. Sort and of things make that this you up. love as well, yeah, like flying, and it, yeah, helicopter. yeah, and it's so exciting. And then we we kind of go from there to Boise, Idaho, to go and see bodybuilding.com, and we walk in the hotel, and I've got a grenade T-shirt on, and then and we'd already launched this reload, this flapjack product called Reload. Yeah. And the guy behind the counter, again, it's like three o'clock in the morning, went, "Hey, grenade!" And he's literally got a Reload part. Oh, that's I'm like, sick. Fuck it out. That's cool. And that's amazing. Just, and the guys were like, "Have you set this up?" I, went, yeah. I swear I haven't. But that's amazing. It does kind of everywhere you go, people yeah. kind of get excited. We've been through like Canadian. Motivates you, right? Oh, you want to oh, do yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. You want to so, do yeah, more. Went like. through Canadian Customs. Actually, Rob and I had a product, and we we go over and we're just there for a couple of days, and we go in through Canadian Customs, and their customs officer have never got any sense of humour, have they? Yeah. And we've got grenade T-shirts on, and she's like, "Oh, I love grenade. I love your bars." And stuff. So, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. And that never wears off. And Because the thing is, you see, it's not just us being there in these stores. Yeah. Think who else is there. Because yeah. all the businesses now that grow are kind of just internet-based. Yeah. You know, it's just online businesses, which is great. And it's hard. And I get it's the future and it's important. Yeah. But you try building a business through retail. Yeah. When your competitors are Cadbury's, no. you know, and Unilever and Procter & Gamble and Heinz, yeah. you know, and you know, the, the wealthiest, fast-moving consumer goods businesses, you know, in the world with thousands of people and billions at their disposal. And then there's like, there's us, yeah. you know, well, it's basically like me, Jenny and James. Um, so, but you know, but it's nice. It kind of feels like it's us against the world. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind and you of feel like you can take over, so it's good. Yeah, well, yeah. I just I like being the underdog, and these are all people, they're brands that we look up to, yeah. you know, as well. So we look up to the monsters and the Red Bulls and and stuff like that. So we quite like, uh, you know, like I said before, just making product that people get benefit from, you know, if that's what they want to do. I mean, you know, Red Bull's massive. You know, will never be as as, as big as Red Bull. Um, you can't say but, that. No, actually, true. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can't, can't say Because I always don't want to be the Red what? Bull. Who must it next you, big man? Well, you can be I mean, bigger than Red Bull. Yeah, they, yeah, it is. But like, you know, with their energy drink, we just kind of, you know, you're never going to out Red Bull, Red Bull. So we just thought, you know what? 
people like energy drinks. Yeah. I don't want to have kind of all the sugar and the caffeine and hydrates yeah. and sort of the chemicals and, and, and whatever, because I'm not one of these people that's going to be like all natural, but we'll yeah. make it as natural as we can. Yeah. So, um, you know, we use like a patented form of, of, of caffeine that's um, that's natural, that it's just kinder to your body. Now, again, if people then want, you know, a more natural drink, we're it. If they don't, we're not. Yeah. So we're not, we're just trying to put something out there that's different and give people an alternative. Wicked. You know what? It's been sick having you awesome. on. Awesome. Honestly, like this. <laughs> I wish I, had, I could say the same. I, <laughs> I had so much fun. You know what? I had so much fun. I just want to say thank you for Is coming on. Is that good? On. The fact it's sick. Yeah, sick. Happy? It's good. It good. means good. That's it means good. good. That's good. Like, it's good. It's good. And it's been sick. like, and you're giving banter back, which I love. Sometimes people hold back. Right? Oh, I'll fucking so, destroy you. I just oh, say, we were supposed to wrestle, weren't we? We've got to wrestle. We I can, will batter you. Have you got... Don't say that, big man, because I'm competitive. <laughs> I'll have you, you up. probably will, to be oh. fair. <laughs> but I just I want to say thank you for coming on. And I, I, want, I couldn't I want, fight sleep. Nah, but I want people to find you. Everyone knows where to find Grenade, right? Okay. On Instagram. What is your Instagram? You I want people, people to find, find you. Me. You can help people find me. Where can they is find you? Is anyone going to see this? Yeah, we'll see what? See with this podcast, are they going to see it? Is it going to like the big man? It's going to be about four listeners. You're going to get so many DM slides, you you don't know what's coming. What's a DM slide? DM slide is smooth. No, no, that's like. Oh, right. Dead birds going to miss you. Oh, really? Thanks. What about insta- fit men? I'm here. You don't need that. Okay. You don't okay. need that. Just checking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Grenade CEO yeah. uh, on Insta. I don't post enough. Probably you've started following me recently. I noticed I've, yeah. I've blocked you. Yeah. Then I've blocked you. <laughs> um, it's just it's all the sex stuff. I don't yeah. get it. Um, but the uh, LinkedIn is my biggest channel. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Which yeah, <laughs> genuine business advice. Um, it's not really. Is there honest. anything you'd like to tell anyone? How, how you want to close on anything? Just, no. No, nothing at all. Nothing literally, at all. You've said you've, enough. You've destroyed. You've, you've said enough. <laughs> yeah. You've said enough. But no, actually, there is something like that. I mean, I, I really want to, because it's like accepting an award. Um, <laughs> most people in this situation, I think, would probably always sort of thank the team. And so it's all about the team. And that, that's bollocks. It's none of the team. It's all me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that at all. Um, but no, genuinely, for all the consumers, both of you that are watching this, um, the fact that, again, people have got a choice when they do this, because, you know, like I said, we don't, we're not the only people in the world that make energy drinks or protein bars or, or clothing or whatever. So when people kind of choose us, you know, it, it's they're kind of just not just buying stuff, they're buying into the brand. And I always said, actually, with the brand, we want to make something people want to be part of and we yeah. want everyone to be part of Grenade. I know it sounds a bit like old Fit Fam and all that shit and people say it and don't mean it, yeah. but, but actually... Um, if people are kind of coming with us on the journey, I mean, I want to th- thank people for that because that does mean a lot. And we know that, you know, times are tight and money's hard and, you know, we are not the most, we're not the cheapest brand um, and we never will be for those actually thinking that, so bad luck. Um, but we're not the cheapest brand for a reason because we, we don't cut corners. Yeah. And, and as I said earlier, integrity is expensive. Yeah. Um, and we do a lot of stuff actually that goes into product that people don't realise and will never see, but it's, it is kind of in there. Um, so uh, yeah so thanks for following us I think it's probably all to say alright guys thank you guys for listening make sure you subscribe to the channel and I'll chat to you guys soon ciao cheers boom top job